Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for anyone who wants to achieve their dream of getting and staying well, happy and free from any form of alcohol dependence. Hello and a really warm welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show. Today's episode is called Who Am I Without a Drink? And we're going to dive quite deeply. We're going to explore some pretty fundamental issues and get into some reasons why your sober curiosity has not yet translated into a sober you or perhaps why fear is holding you back from letting go of your anaesthetic of choice. If you've been drinking for a long time and don't know who you are without a drink, these reflections today might help or perhaps you are newly sober and see the days of abstinence stretching ahead as a series of blanks, not sure of how you will turn up in your own life. Perhaps drinking has become who you are, so much so that you struggle to know who you are as a non-drinker. You might feel like the hole in the ring-shaped donut, empty, vacant, like the whole world will see through you. The non-drinking you lacks solidity and substance, You can only see yourself as your drinking self. You might have designed your life that way. You might have created you the party girl or you the wine buff with an oh-so-educated palate or you the hard-drinking, hard-working macho man. Your friends, your interests, how you spend your time, maybe even the job you do have all been created to bolster your drinking self. Just who would you be if you put the drink down? The thoughts of not drinking, whether for a day, a month or a year, might feel like a scary and alien place to you. Maybe you've spent years or decades constructing your identity as the drinker. Your exploits and escapades might be legendary. You relish recounting your drinking stories to anyone who will listen. You can't get your brain wrapped around the idea of you as a non-drinker. I remember once a woman in recovery sharing her experience of the moment she realised she needed help. Her husband had just left her. She was alone in the flat they had previously shared and she had a moment of profound, heart-wrenching clarity. She felt utterly alone, totally bereft and she saw that it was this deep sense of isolation that she had used alcohol to escape from. She'd used alcohol and relationships and food and busyness to run away from this painful angst. As she recounted her experience of sitting alone, howling and crying, she knew she wanted to confront this aloneness, this sense of not knowing who she really was, and to not drink again. Many people who use substances or behaviours compulsively do so to mask this type of pain. We could call it the pain of the human condition, or perhaps it could be trauma or a difficult childhood. A sense of emptiness and of being insubstantial can push people to relentlessly seek out painkillers, such as alcohol, to act as an anaesthetic. So no wonder when the thought of putting down the substance that is numbing the pain is so frightening, but by attempting to escape from the pain, we are running away from ourselves and the present moment. We become like a hologram, a phantom person of who we might be. This insubstantial shadow person is not the real you. You might have spent so much time and effort creating this false persona, 
You just don't know who you are anymore. How then do you gather the necessary strength and resolve to put down the drink, to disengage from this false self and become whole, real and substantial? Who are you anyway? You may well have heard of the old adage in recovery circles, the best thing about getting sober is getting your feelings back. And the worst thing about getting sober is getting your feelings back. Recovery certainly has its highs and lows. You will get your feelings back. And as a human being, you will feel the whole spectrum of emotions. This might well include a sense of emptiness or pain. It will feel unusual and odd and unsettling. If you know this, it might be a little less disturbing when it hits. You might have heard of newly sober people being on a pink cloud after an initial discomfort to varying degrees. They begin to feel buoyant, hopeful, cheerful. They're sleeping better. They feel like moving around in the fresh air and sunlight and connecting with other people. So of course they will feel better. But then it hits. This angst of being human. The pain they've avoided for so long. The fortress of the false, clown-like, drunken self has fallen away like a sandcastle and the real, honest, authentic human being is there with all its emotions, feelings, hurts, disappointments, regrets and sense of aloneness. It is at this point your newly sober self might have second thoughts about this whole sobriety lark. It's not such fun after all. Who am I anyway? A friend in recovery described this awareness as being like a wind blowing through her. She expressed these feelings of lack, of not being enough, of feeling bereft of the drinking girl she used to be. Where had her sober bliss gone? What happened and what could she do about it? There are lots of well-intentioned writers, podcasts and recovery experts out there using words such as bliss. I absolutely agree that happiness, contentment peace of mind and a deep sense of joy that could never be found in a bottle or states of being that any sober person can experience. But there will be inevitably be times when all that stuff you've been drinking to avoid will hit home. So how can you build up the strength and resilience to deal with this? First off by accepting your feelings, the good, the bad, the ugly with self-compassion and gentleness. If you have pain that comes up from the past, you can be the caring adult who takes care of you. Perhaps you never learned skills of self-care or self-soothing, so educate yourself about modalities such as yoga, meditation, or use prayer to soothe and calm yourself. Practical ways to soothe yourself are things like warm baths, snuggly blankets, a massage, a session of reflexology or an Indian head massage. Physical methods such as these help integrate and calm the nervous system so you begin to feel more whole, more substantial and more integrated as a complete human being. Make honest connections with others. Share as openly as you can. Talk, write, attend meetings or show up at a group. Use a mentor, a therapist, a responsor for guidance, feedback and a sounding board. Your connections with others will strengthen your sense of your authentic self. Use your self-soothing techniques and connections with others to help give you the strength to face that empty, lonely part of yourself. 
you will not only just know, but you will feel in your innermost being the support, care and love that you have as a fragile, impermanent and imperfect human being. Validate yourself and by that I mean respect your feelings and do what you need to do to be true to yourself and what's best for you. Often by drinking, numbing out our feelings and dumbing down who we are, we invalidate our true selves. We try to make ourselves so small, so invisible and squash down our feelings so much that we become that hole in the donut. By caring for yourself, acknowledging your feelings and being you in your truest, purest and most honest form, you become who you are meant to be. Not the false created self of the funny drunk or the clubber or the hard drinking man propping up the bar. Validating yourself might mean doing stuff that you always wanted to do. Take yourself out on a date, maybe to an art gallery or the movies, or learn how to surf or snowboard or play golf. Be who you want to be. Play around with different activities and pursuits. Change careers if you need to. Learn a new skill or go back to college. As the saying goes, if you do what you always do, you will get what you've always got. So try something new. Be something new. Don't hold yourself back. So the non-drinking you can hold and absorb the angst of being human. You can reach out to others. You can become who you want to be. You can nurture and soothe and comfort yourself without booze or a false sense of self. Not only is it okay to be who you really are, it's good to be who you really are. So go for it. What have you got to lose? If you don't give yourself a chance to experience and to move past the pain, you could ultimately risk not knowing who you really are. Okay, so today we've gone pretty deep. Recovery can be wonderful. And like many adventures, there are ups and downs, peaks and troughs. So be prepared for them all and be present for them all as part of the human experience. In the next episode, I'll talk a little bit more on how to create, discover and be you as a non-drinker. So if today's episode has struck a chord with you or you have a question, comment or experience to share, remember you can email me at antonia at windspress.com and remember you are not alone. So wishing you well on your recovery adventure, no matter where you are in your journey. Bye for now. Bye.